Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? (laughs) Yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of freaking StoryBrand. Like, yes. Yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. (laughs) If you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Are you ready to take a stroll down memory lane with us? Because we're ready. (laughs) Today, we are going back to the very beginning of our Instagram journeys when we first started being intentional with the app as a platform to create a business and a personal brand back in about 2015 to 2016. Now, while we definitely look back and notice some things that we did right to get us where we are today, we can also look back and mega cringe at the (laughs) silly, the stupid, or the plain harmful things that we did at the beginning of our Instagram journeys to try and get more followers, be accepted, or be considered quote unquote cool. (laughs) Anyways, so today we are on the show breaking it down into the top things that Lindsay and I did right and wrong in the very beginning of creating a brand on Instagram. P.S. By the way, you have full permission to stalk our Instas and scroll back down around to 2015 or 2017 to laugh with us today on the show. Our handles are in the show notes as always. All right. Are you ready to travel back to the past and learn some fun Instagram tips? Let's rock and roll. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, welcome party people. Let's <laughs> let's dive into the dips of our Instagrams. This way good. Feel free it's to grab worth, your phones. <laughs> yeah, feel free to grab your phone, scroll back. I mean, we said that in the intro, but scroll back and uh, laugh with us. 
This is, we, we laughed going over this outline, just kind of like <laughs> like scrolling back and being like, oh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So well, let's go over like the wrong things, I think. You know, we always start off with the bad and end mm-hmm. with the good, right? Yeah. Like the bad news first and then the good news at the end. Right, right, right. Thing. Well, but also in this episode, you're going to learn from our mistake. Like we're going to talk you're gonna about learn things from that we— both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to learn from what we did wrong and learn from what we did right. So, Well, I also will say Instagram as an app has changed. So some mm-hmm. things that like we were doing maybe right back in the day might be considered wrong now. But we'll, we'll talk about all of that because like obviously the app has had an evolution as, you know, time has went on. Yes. All right. So let's dive straight in. The first thing— that we did wrong. I feel like I specifically, I think Lindsay, you as well might have experienced this too, but Mm -hmm. I really tracked like my likes, my followers, and I really let numbers define my worth. And that was- So what do you mean? Like, give me a practical example of what you did. Like I remember specifically, and, and granted, this was before I was actually doing it as a business. This was like, I was just doing it like Instagram in high school and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I remember multiple times, but one specifically, it was like the turning point for me. This was the moment when I realized what was happening. But I posted a photo, a self-portrait that I had taken and I thought it was super cool. And I thought it would get a bunch of likes because I put this like vibey, like poetic hipster caption with it. And I was like, people are totally going to love this. And I posted that was a, it. That was a good Valley girl. That <laughs> <Thank> was. <you. laughs> and I posted it. And I think at the time I had like a thousand followers or something like that. Like all just friends of mine, like high school, whatever. Uh huh. And if I, I, like I knew my best photos could get like 100, 110, 120 likes. And if a photo did not get 100 likes, like this photo that I posted that I thought was going to be great and like pop off, I think it got like 59 or something likes. And I remember I was like sick to my stomach. Like I wanted to throw my phone away and like sob, curl into a ball. Like I felt so worthless. I was like, delete it. It's garbage. I'm garbage. I'm worthless. I'm terrible. Like it was such an unhealthy perspective and cycle Mm -hmm. around Instagram. Like it hit me so deep. And I'd felt that for a while. I felt this like intense pressure of like my worth attached to my Instagram. And that was the the moment. Yeah. And the metrics and the numbers and everything. That was the moment, like that moment of that specific photo, those number of likes, like all of it was the moment when I kind of woke up to what I'd been doing and the cycle that I was in. And I deleted Instagram. I like completely removed it from my phone. I was like, I am off of this app. And I took a whole year completely off the app. Never thought like I didn't have any desire to have it back, except when I got it back, it was when I was building my photography business. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I need this back. But that was a God season for me because... I needed that break in that year. God spoke so much to me, completely like rewrote my story and my perspective and my narrative around my worth and Instagram and like the numbers and stuff. So that when I did come back, like I feel like as human beings, there are moments of weakness for any single one of us, even the most confident, even the most secure, where we let, you know, our worth be tied to a number on Instagram or something like that. Like there are still tiny flickers of moments in my life where I feel that, but it is like nothing, like a drop in the ocean compared mm-hmm. to what 
I used to feel around that. So that was well, one thing. What I'm also pulling from that is like you judge yourself based on like your highest metrics, like not even necessarily the average. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, my absolute best ones get 100. Therefore, every single post I make has to go to the caliber of 100. That's which, true. And if it doesn't, it means it's trash. <laughs> right. And it's like, that's just unhealthy. So I, th- I feel like the lesson that we can take away and like the tip for that one for everyone is like, well, first of all, don't put your freaking value in Instagram at all, but especially not in the metrics of like your follower count, your amount of likes, mm-hmm. how many comments you get, which I think that's honestly a great one to start off this episode with because yeah. I think a lot of people fall into that yeah. so much. Um, I mean, it's why Instagram even like, I think it, it never happened to me, but I think it's because it's a choice to take away the visual of like how many likes you get. Cause I'll go to some people's yeah. accounts and I'll see, it says like this person and others liked it. Like it just, yeah. the count is completely gone. Mm-hmm. on how many people like the photo. Yeah. Well, I think it just comes down to like your your worth is not tied in Instagram. And if mm-hmm. you allow your worth to be tied in the numbers or the metrics or the followers or the likes or anything like that on Instagram, Instagram is going to feel, it, it's going to suck the life out of you. It's going to distract you from your identity, from your creativeness, like your creativity, your, you know, everything that you actually should be doing or focusing or enjoying in life or even on the app as like a business owner or an entrepreneur trying to market or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're able to detach your worth from those numbers, it becomes way more enjoyable, which for a lot of entrepreneurs, you need to be on that app or you want to be on that app for marketing purposes. So that's just one thing that I think every, every single human being needs to hear is like your worth is not tied to your numbers. And if you're feeling that it is, maybe take a break and see if you can shift your perspective around in that time period if if that feels doable for you. Yeah. Uh, something that I did wrong was I think back in the day when I was first starting, I mean, I used Instagram kind of a lot as just like a human being as like my personal social media. Mm -hmm. Um, If you scroll back far enough, you can see the whole season of life that I lived at Disney World because every (laughs) single, I've worked as a character performer there and every single photo was like the castle, Stitch. (laughs) And it was like friends with Stitch today, winky face. If you uh, worked at Disney, you know what friends with means. Anyways, um, but once I started kind of transitioning to, oh, I want to start building like a platform and a brand on it and kind of being more intentional with Instagram, I definitely got into like the vibey, like, like hipster, like, oh, I need to be an Instagrammer. And like Mm -hmm. back in the day when like SoCality and like, then people made fun of SoCality with SoCality Barbie Mm -hmm. and like the like just the coffee loving hipster of Instagram where you would like take like you would go to a coffee shop but it had to be a really cool hipster one and mm-hmm. then you would take like you would get a seat by the window and take like a like a, a latte a, art the photo. latte art photo of like your hand <laughs> on the counter with like like it was that and I not that that's bad innately but I tried so hard to be that more so than I think my natural personality is mm-hmm. um like basically I tried to change my own interests and and personality to match what I thought was cool, which yeah. I would consider that a wrong. Don't do like that. In inauthentic. Like you were yes. you were trying to fit a mold that you yeah. thought would make you successful or fit in or cool. Yeah. Totally. Which, which by the way, I 100 percent relate to that. Like I vividly remember agonizing over latte art 
like photos that I was trying to take at a hipster coffee shop to the point that my latte got cold. Oh, everybody has done that. <laughs> everyone, I feel like everyone has done that. They go to a coffee shop, they get like the coolest, not because you like the drink, but because it's the coolest looking one. Yeah. Anyone, raise your hand. Where, don't if you're driving, but like raise your hand if you've done that. Everyone's done that. And then yeah, your, your coffee gets cold. And then you realize, especially if you went out to coffee with a friend and you're prioritizing your freaking Instagram post over your mm-hmm. conversation. Well, Lord. and oh, this is, this wasn't even on our list, but I feel like this was something that I don't know that I would say did wrong. I just learned from and no longer do now. And I know Lindsay, you're very much the same way. I oh, posting in the moment. Yeah. I don't post in the moment anymore. I don't post my stories or anything like, unless yeah. I'm like at home and actually like, well, back in the in day, real time. Back in the day of when we're talking about this, stories didn't exist, but what people did was post in the feed in real time. Yeah. Like if they were at a coffee shop, they would take the photo photo. and and post it. Edit it in Visco. Yes. Edit in (laughs) Visco. Hashtag Visco, girl. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, yeah, that's, I think that's something too that like in that moment, you'd be sitting there at coffee with a friend and the first 30, 40 minutes would be posting on Instagram. Yeah. And, and that's just something that over the years, Lindsay and I both have learned. If we're ever with friends, if we're ever like different than just sitting at home alone, like actually working and, you know, needing to post or needing to, you know, whatever. Like if we're hanging out with people, we can like whip out our phones, grab a quick photo, grab a quick story or whatever. And we post right. it when we have the time and we're not actually trying to be in the moment. So yeah, that's just yeah. another bonus tip. <laughs> for sure. Uh, last thing for the raw, actually, this is not the last thing. <laughs> Whatever. Another last or another <laughs> wrong thing that that we did, um, and I think we both did this was, which I would low key. I think this is a problem with Instagram that people deal with, and so I wouldn't even say that I'm over this completely. I think there's still elements of dealing with this. Is just mm-hmm. comparing my reality to everyone else's highlight reel, but to an extent where I just remember back in the day, I would see like homes or, or I would see like content photos of people like, and I'll be like, Oh, she looks so good. I have to look that way. Or, Oh, I mean, you can even go back to the latte art of like, Oh, that was a really sick coffee shop latte like shot. I have to get in a situation where my life looks like that. And, and what you do is you're looking at everyone's best and then you're automatically comparing it to your worst. And I don't think this is a back in the day Instagram thing. I think people still definitely struggle with this. And I still struggle with this occasionally, Mm -hmm. not maybe as much as I used to, but it still is, I think, an element of Instagram that is unhealthy for sure. Yeah. It's just like, even like, I feel like as I've grown with like homes, I'll, I'll like see people's homes mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh Lord, mine does not look like that. Or like other people's children of like, oh, they're in a really aesthetic sweater. I, my child's wearing bright purple that grandma purchased for her. <laughs> like, uh, like, and so it's like, I think that that's a thing that, that still is around, mm-hmm. but people, we, we just need to remember that like Instagram is a highlight reel and what you're seeing is not always most often the reality of the situation. Yeah. And I think I like, there's a difference too, between being inspired by something like, you know, I've, I can look at a creator's work or another entrepreneur's work or something and be like, oh man, that's a really cool concept. I really like that, you know, the, the vibe of this photo, or I like that, this person shared this really authentic post and that really encouraged me. So it inspiring me to create something up. Like there's a difference between being inspired and comparing and like feeling down about yourself. Like if you're feeling intense pressure to go and get yourself in that situation so you can take photos just like that and they have to do as well. And oh my gosh, that's why you're not successful is because that person's doing it and you're not. Like if that's what you're feeling, that's bad. And and we need to acknowledge that. We need to recognize that we're feeling that. And then we need to like, 
step away from that, not allow ourselves to do it, get out of the scroll hole and, you know, a lot of stuff like that. But then there's also the the perspective of gaining inspiration and encouragement from other people as well and choosing who you follow on there too. For sure. Oh, this last one in the wrong <laughs> category is so freaking funny. Okay. I think for both me and Evie, we, we uh, had interesting choices for our captions back in the day. But I, I feel like I'm not sure how negative this should to actually be because I feel like when we were outlining this and kind of like reviewing our stuff, a lot of these captions kind of happened primarily when we were just goofing off and enjoying it. Well, it's it. true because also there's a, w- one of our first points in the right category is also our captions. So it's, we it were like, we ways. were like, we nailed our captions from day one. And then the As wrong we caption is, <laughs> well, I think it's because when we were just goofing off on Instagram and just kind of enjoying and like, whatever, I mean, yes, we were trying to be the Visco girl and grow and like, you know, become like the Socality page or whatever, but we weren't actually trying to market a business. We were just trying to be cool well, I would That's, <laughs> uh, see maybe for you, but uh, some of these like that we wrote down, like I was actively like a photographer at that point. I don't know if I, I just was like, what? like the okay. So one of mine I was that doing, I found like, that w- literally, I, I think it was one of those like close ups of coffee in like the morning or whatever at a coffee shop, and literally my caption is with no spaces, all lowercase, coffee, 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 pure gold, pure gold. That's it. It was great. And then I had some, like we were looking through some of mine in like high school and stuff. And I had one that was like, summer, say that 10 times fast and it sounds weird. Like that was it. What's actually funny listening to those back and like, that's literally what I did was just with the word coffee. Oh, that's true. Wow. We didn't even Same brain. Wait, okay, let me try. Summer, 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 summer. Yeah, it does. Summer, 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 summer. I start saying it weird. There's also, okay, there's one... It might be my favorite. It's this again, we're in the wrong category, but it might low-key be my favorite. I wrote this down in the wrong and I almost I was like, Evie, I almost need to put this phrase in my bio today. And I was like, you do. It should be like your bio title. It's okay. So it's literally, you have to scroll back. You might be able to find it. It's I think it's from like 2015, I think. It's me in front of this brick wall with god awful editing. Really bad. Um, it's probably from Visco, honestly. Your arms and I just like like spread yeah, no. out, like you're it's like imagine, plastic. imagine like a Michael Jackson type pose against a brick wall. Like my arms spread out. I had I was on the like the Gigi Pip fedora or Gigi Pip fedora hat train before that was cool. I had like a <laughs> a, a, a black hat. My face is down, arms out, and then my like legs are crossed. It's a very Michael Jackson esque pose. But the editing on this freaking photo is so awful that like my skin is glowing. It's like like, no, like it's, it's like, like snow white, fluorescent. Yes, it's white. fluorescent. But like not even. But like it's like I'm shining. Incandescent. Incandescent glow. That's a Taylor Swift lyric. But anyways, it it and my caption is dramatic and pale a biography by me <laughs> so we're Which, saying we're to saying, my to my to my point like i am a, doing a dramatic pose and i'm very pale because of the edit well also because i was that, you also tend to have paler well, skin I, so. i'm paler skin but also the editing was so awful but what i'm saying is like that didn't give value the point i'm trying to make in like like okay maybe that wasn't the best you could argue is maybe witty and maybe it's a good thing but i just laugh at that because i was like that there was no point to that other than maybe humor maybe but now i look back and i'm like i am dramatic and i am pale 
We feel like that needs to go in her bio. So if you think that needs to go in her bio, DM Lindsay after listening to this and be like, dramatic and pale, yes. <laughs> you know what? My biggest issue though is there's not enough freaking characters in my bio. I'm like, I, I know, that's a problem. Anyways. It should go on the, like, your about page on your website. Dramatic and pale. Anyways, now we're going to shift. With photo. <laughs> with that photo, for sure. We are going to shift over to the what we did right category. Yeah. And number one, ironically, is the flip side of the coin of the last one we just talked about in the wrong category. The thing we, I think we did right, both of us, for the most part, from the business perspective, was we wrote quality captions from day one of business. Other than coffee, 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 coffee. Other than like, of course, there are going to be some captions in there that you look back on. You're like, okay, I felt pressure right. to post in that. Like there are going to be a couple exceptions. Well, but- what I will say is I think once we we kind of got a hang of how to market accurately on Instagram and how to build a brand, yeah. when we started actually strategically doing that, I think is when we really started serving and yeah. encouraging. Well, that's when exploded in growth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which like, if if we're looking at like what got us here, it's like, you can't look at somebody's Instagram today and be like, wow, how did they get so many followers? It's like, honey, we like, we've done this since 2015. That's how you get, like you, you you show up consistently and you do what we're, yeah. So what we teach in the podcast, listen to the podcast, come to the Hart University Instagram. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so an example uh, in specific you know, areas, one of the things that like in quality captions is we both told mm-hmm. stories. We both involved storytelling into our writing. So mm-hmm. an example We're for me. Read some. Yeah. An example for me in May of 2017. And this was when I had just graduated from ministry school and was actually like I'd I'd second shot and done a bunch of like my beginner like hobby business shoots in like 2015, 2016. But I was in 2017 like actually starting a side hustle business, like making it legit. I was shooting several weddings, all that. So that's when I started like paying attention to my Instagram and my marketing and Mm -hmm. taking it seriously. And this was one of the first, like this was when I got my Instagram back, started making caption and it said, it was a shoot I did in Northern. Describe the photo. uh, It was a shoot I did in Northern California with two of my friends from ministry school before we all graduated and left and went home. Uh, And the two of them are like on a dock by a lake with like a wind whipping their hair and like a steamy like Nicholas Sparks kiss. Um, And I wrote the caption, these two, man, the way Justin looked at Sammy had me swooning and the way he could make her laugh until she was crying had me smiling the entire shoot. Right before this kiss, Sammy rolled her eyes. Justin, you were such a smart ass. With a sly grin, he winked and said, well, at least I'm not a dumbass. I'm spending my morning in my hammock with yogurt and granola, quiet tunes and editing these two beauties. I mean, come on, it doesn't get much better than this. And I mean, looking back, I'm like, okay, I could have done a slightly better. I could have had, I could have had a call to action. You know, like I might not now use the word swooning, but like at the, but you told a story of that's like rememberable. (laughs) Excuse me, (laughs) memorable. Yeah, that's what I was. That's a new word. We need, we need, we need need merch T-shirts that say memorable. Oh, DM us if you think you want a merch shirt. This is rememberable. Oh, wait. Okay, but real talk. This is completely out of left field. Someone DM'd me from our episode that we did on how we were doing a friend fight. And somebody was like, you need to have a, a, a like podcast merch that says uh, Nick, Joe, and Fred because you thought the third Jonas <laughs> brother was not Kevin. And <laughs> you were like, is he Fred? <laughs> That's amazing. That would be oh. funny. People oh, wouldn't so get it though, unless they, because that was at the end also of that episode. So you really have to watch or listen to you the have whole to listen thing. To the whole thing. <laughs> 
Hey, have you been eyeing the Heart Conference tickets, but maybe feeling really torn or overwhelmed? Like, wow, it sounds amazing to get to sit and learn from seven of the industry's biggest movers and shakers. And getting in a room with dozens of other powerhouse entrepreneurs sounds like a game changer. And man, you really need that boost in your business this year. But it also just feels like a lot. Look, we get it. Going somewhere alone can be really freaking overwhelming. Traveling can be expensive and hard, which is why we have the Heart Conference Facebook group. We have dozens of other entrepreneurs in there connecting with each other before our week together in Nashville. And that's also a great place to find travel buddies to go with you and split travel costs like lodging, rent-a-cars, etc. To join the Facebook group and find your people to make this experience even more fun and exciting, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. There's a section on the page to join the group and the link directly to the Facebook group is also in the show notes. We want to see you in Nashville. So grab a ticket if you haven't already and come join the pregame party in our conference Facebook group to grab a travel buddy, meet new friends, and get hyped together. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. And we'll see you in Nashville. Hey, Heart fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline and excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. Oh, man. Anyways. Oh, so good. Anyways, you have an example here too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my example is from August of 2015, which that's kind of right right when I started shooting weddings. So I again, I like was transitioning from just like being like a whatever, like Instagram to actually trying to be semi-intentional with it mm-hmm. um, and actually like be a wedding photographer. So uh, this is what it says. It says, you know that feeling right before you fall asleep, right before your eyes shut and you drift off into your dreams? It's the feeling of contentment, that feeling of home. It's that warm, fuzzy feeling inside your chest. It's the memory of being in the arms of the person you couldn't imagine living without. There aren't really even words to describe this feeling no matter how, how hard you try. We tend to call what I'm talking about love, but I don't even think that one word can express the magic and that lights up inside your heart when you know you found your person. When being with them makes you feel like flying through the sky like a bird, like you've just climbed the highest mountain in the world, like just a glimpse into their eyes makes your heart jump out from your body and you now are floating. This thing we call love, but much more than that, it's pure magic. And when you find it, never let it go. Hashtag Lindsay Noel weddings. <laughs> like, hashtag Lindsay Noel weddings. <laughs> 
And I, oh. the photo that I put on that was a photo from like the first wedding that I shot, or maybe it was the second, I think it was the second wedding that I shot, but regardless. Like poetic story. Like it's yeah. It, so that's less of like, oh, a story about the couple and more just like trying to use storytelling to evoke emotion mm-hmm. into people with my photos. Yeah. Um, and, and also just like showcasing like the beauty of love and kind of, I mean, you could read into that of like why I'm a wedding photographer. Like I love mm-hmm. capturing that feeling on, on film. Yeah, or not film, whatever. You get it. DSLR. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, so telling stories was one way that we really hit the caption game well from the beginning. And then the other one, I think that both of us really had a grasp on was posting to give others encouragement and information or inspiration, not just from our mm-hmm. own posterity or for our own like... I feel like back game. in the early day though, it was less information and more inspiration and encouragement. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's just naturally our heart yeah. of like wanting to encourage the others. And mm-hmm. I remember even before I was a wedding photographer, even when I was just barely starting to get better at my camera, I would use my blog and Instagram captions as a way to just like talk about things that I was going through with the Lord and just mm-hmm. also just encouraging people. And I think that never changed. Like yeah. that like has That's continued. like stuck with both of us yeah. for yeah, three yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. So as an example, this is from... October of 2017, so or 2017, so five years ago. Uh, it says, stop it. Yes, you, stop it. Stop comparing. Stop looking at someone else's social media life and wishing you had it. Stop looking at someone else's perfect skin and thinking, if yours was just a little clearer, you'd be happy too. Stop watching someone else's busy- biggest successes and comparing to your worst moments. We all have behind the scenes. We all have rough days, weeks, months. We're all imperfect and we all have little things that make us us. Three of mine, it's about to get real, y'all. I sweat like a man most days. So most of my wardrobe is dictated by what clothes won't show sweat stains. Attractive, right? I struggle with acne bad in the spring out of the blue and my face is just starting to clear up and heal from the scars. And I'm horrible with organization, although getting better. Ironically, that's funny to look back on because I feel like I've really gotten a hang of that. Anyways, I am horrible with organization, although getting better. So there are days when running my own business can be so overwhelming, I give up and binge watch TV. Mature, right? Here's the bottom line. Definitely grown in that aspect. (laughs) It's true. Here's the bottom line. Love yourself. Love your flaws. Stand with confidence in the imperfection that make up a perfect you. If you want, I'd love to hear you share a few flaws or share what you relate to of mine. Kick that insecurity in the teeth, friend. Let go of perfection and comparison and let's talk some real talk today. Oh, that was good. You even you even uh, had a CTA in there. I did. Well, I from, mine... from May to October, I was improving. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, mine is also from October 2015, so I didn't improve as far as the CTA goes. I was still using fluffy language, but here we go. It's encouraging. Okay. <laughs> I was convicted yesterday by a coworker who told me that he thought his life had no purpose, that we live and die and nothing really matters in between. My heart hurts so much for him and others who feel lost and purposeless. Friends, I promise you there is a purpose for your life, whether you know it or believe it. You have been created for a purpose greater than yourself. I want you to I want to encourage you today that if you feel lost, feel like if or if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, if you feel like your life is going nowhere, those things are not true. You are beautiful. You were fashioned together by a creator who loves you or loves the depths of your soul even when you think no one does. I don't know about you, but that's what makes wakes me up in the morning, knowing that I was created by a purpose, by the creator who makes every single star in the sky, who makes the roaring waves of the ocean and the most beautiful mountain ranges, knowing that he loves me with an abundant love that I can't even fathom, knowing that I have done absolutely nothing to earn his love, and that's okay because he will always accept me. Please don't allow people or negative thoughts if you to let you believe you are worthless because, darling, you are made for so much more. Heart emoji. <laughs> So good. Uh, uh, and again, that's like a, that's a, it's kind of like 
trigger, like uh, using a personal event, like what happened like with my coworker and then using that as encouragement Mm -hmm. to just like pour into people. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we can take away from the very beginning that we did definitely right. And I think it helped grow our accounts organically Mm -hmm. from the beginning because people didn't just come to us because we had pretty photos. They came to get encouraged or inspired from the beginning. And to be entertained through our stories to build connection and relationship with us, which if you know us at all, you know we talk about 24-7. So just showing you that's been done for five to eight years for both of us. Yeah. All right. The next right thing that we did, which is kind of ironic because it kind of goes against us trying to be Visco girls. But I think once we actually like kind of got over that, mm-hmm. what we did pretty well from the very beginning is we stayed really true to ourselves. And yeah. again, we didn't do this perfectly. Like I said, we we fell into the coffee, coffee, co- coffee, like latte art vibe. Um, and I think we still have moments of of adjusting or, you know, having to put in effort to stay true to ourselves. Like the Vibes and Vulnerability podcast episode from a few weeks ago, like a few months ago or whatever. We've like, there's still intentionality that needs to go into staying true to ourselves. For sure, for sure. But I I think from the beginning, we naturally showed up and didn't, I don't think, tried too hard to like put on a face of like, oh, this is like Instagram me. Like we were very much like both of us from the absolute very beginning, way before Reels or TikTok existed, way before it was cool to dance on Instagram, we were definitely dancing like freaking dorks. <laughs> and it was not cool. It was not considered cool. No. I remember this. It's really sad to me now that TikTok is like a thing and it's popular and dancing in public is like normalized because it used to be like you had the guts of like a, a freaking soldier to be able to like, I remember dancing in front of cathedrals in Italy and like uh-huh. places packed with people where like you would post it and people would be like, oh my gosh. But it's genuinely just like, I don't care. I just love dancing. I want to, you yeah. know, whatever. And now it's like normalized. And well, it's one of the first sad. things that we did on the hard account was a dance-off. Yeah, that's true. I challenge you to a dance-off. <laughs> Hands off, no back talk, no slap talk. I don't know. I can't remember how that song goes. Anyways, oh. all right. The next but- point that we did right was engagement on everything. I think from the very beginning, we were really pre- pretty freaking good at engaging and not just expecting people to engage with us, but actually going out of our way mm-hmm. to create a community uh, like online through our yeah. accounts. We responded to like every comment, every DM, and then we would yeah. go to people who followed us. We'd follow them back. We'd, you know, yep. comment on their posts. We would, you know, figure out ways to build community, build connection. I remember like, this kind of works with in this concept, but like I reached out to a ton of like feature accounts and whatever and asked to do takeovers like when that was yep. more popular and, uh, you know, do takeovers and like share. people could still do that. I feel like I don't see it as much, but I feel like why don't people do that anymore? I don't know. It's weird. There's it's so sad. many things. Well, and then also back in the day, like this was I think 2015 or 2016, um, Follow Fridays were a huge thing where like big accounts would post other especially like creative female entrepreneurs, I feel like would post other creative female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I started started one uh, with just like a bunch of friends that I enjoyed, Evie being one of them. <laughs> and we called ourselves hashtag the dainty dames. You can still go back and find all those posts, by the way. Yeah, if, if, you, you, if you scroll back enough on either of our accounts, you'll, you'll notice we shared photos of women that were not us. Um, and it was, I think there was like eight or 10 of us in this, maybe yeah. less. I can't remember. It was like seven or eight. Um, and every Friday we would, we would rotate and share a different girl. Um, and it was like a way to organically grow. I mean, so like, that's a point towards marketing and networking mm-hmm. and like going out of our way to like do that. Yeah. I also remember for every single person that commented on my page, I would 
not only respond to their comment with their name to like be like, hey, you're a genuine human being. Like, thank you, Chelsea, or whatever. I would go to their account, look through their actual feed, like like stuff. And then in my comment back to their comment on my post, I would say like, thank you so much, Chelsea. Hey, by the way, like, I really love your photography. I really loved uh, that photo of your dog on your account. Like, Mm -hmm. that's like, you can do that today. You can do that right freaking now. Yeah. And don't even wait for people to comment on your your stuff. Like go out of your way to leave genuine freaking comments on people's posts and also in DM form. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, there's one thing just really quick we wanted to talk about when Lindsay and I were outlining this and talking about like commenting and tagging people and just different stuff of like network marketing basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one thing where we were like, okay, but... We used to do stuff too where we would tag like all of these people, all of these leaders, all of these, you know, like whatever in the industry or people we looked up to on like the most random photos, hoping that they would like notice us. And mm-hmm. I, that's definitely still a thing. Like people still do it. I know Lindsay and I will get tagged in stuff at times that's like not, have nothing, to do, with nothing us. to do with us that doesn't like make sense. So I, we wanted to throw this out there just as like a little tidbit. If you genuinely, like, we'll notice though, we'll get tagged in comments or or posts or reels or stories or things that are people being like, hey, I've listened to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Lindsay and Evie Roman. Or, wow, what? Uh, Lindsay and Evie. Lindsay and Evie Roman. We're married. Uh, no, <laughs> Work wife. Taken seriously. Anyways, um, there's like this whole thing where they'll actually like share that they've learned something from us or that they've been inspired by us or that they really love following us. Oh, and I love, I love when it's actually genuine. I love uh, when people tag me in, I love when people tag me in posts of, especially of them sharing. I literally just shared this like two seconds ago before we started recording. Uh, Somebody tagging me, us, I guess, being Mm -hmm. like, I'm listening to Heart and Hustle podcast today. And like every time I see that, love. It's that. so That's fun. not what Evie's talking about though. No, I'm not, I'm not talking like that's relevant and that makes sense and that's encouraging. And that's actually going to get you noticed by that person because there's context and there's value there. What we're saying is do not just tag someone whose attention that you want on the most random post that has nothing to do with them because it's actually more annoying to that person than eye catching or attention grabbing. So if you want someone to like notice you, you're trying to make a connection, you know there's somebody in the industry that you're like, we should be friends. I want to connect with you, whatever. Comment on their stuff. Like reply to their stuff. Send them DMs, reply to their stories. Like Mm -hmm. we notice stuff like that. We notice when someone engages with us on every post and replies in our DMs. I'm going to say right now, there's a girl named Maggie Hoffman. I'm pretty sure it's Hoffman. I know her name's Maggie. I think I'm pretty sure the, the, her last name is Hoffman. Girlfriend, leaves a, res- a comment on every single one of my posts. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm even calling her out by name is because I've freaking noticed it. Yeah, and, and like, it's always sweet and like yes, relevant. It's always and- like relevant to the caption or whatever I wrote. It's not just yeah. like spammy, like, love that. Yeah, I like, mean, it's we've, genuine. we've genuinely made friends that way. So that's, we just wanted to throw that out. Of like network marketing can actually work when done with intentionality and authenticity and like the goal of building connections, not just, don't just, tag on the most random things and hope that somebody notices you. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> All right. So kind of wrapping up, we gave you some wrong things that we did, some laughable things like dramatic and pale. Uh, we also <laughs> gave you some really good things to do. So network, um, reach out, actually engage with people, like go over, over, what am I trying to say? Go over the above top, and beyond. I guess. Yeah, that's, thank you. You're Go welcome. above and beyond with engaging and stop complaining about the freaking algorithm or why you aren't growing on Instagram. Your content might suck or you're not going out and actually engaging with people. Um, basically, stop 
comparing or not comparing, stop complaining about engagement if you're not doing the work to go above and beyond and engage with other people. Um, Sorry, we really went ham on that one. Um, And then also serve and encourage and tell stories in your captions. I think that's another takeaway that you can take away. Yeah. (laughs) That's another takeaway that you can take away uh, from today's show. All right. Bye. Whatever. Yes. In conclusion, just to wrap up, just give yourself grace to learn and grow as you go. Like stay true to yourself, create what brings you joy, focus on ways to serve and bless others. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll always be learning and growing. Like always, you're never going to quote unquote arrive. So don't forget to enjoy the journey and the process as you go. Like today, Lindsay and I are able to look back and enjoy and laugh and, you know, get takeaways from our work at the very beginning, you know, five plus years ago. Mm -hmm. And we were able to look now and even take, you know, some advice from our past selves. Like just enjoy the journey, just grow and don't get caught up in trying to arrive or trying to be perfect. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, if you liked this episode and liked kind of our deep dive into the past, screenshot it, share it on your story, tag us. Because again, you know, we love that. You know, we love to see it. Uh, We love DMing and just talking about the show with you guys. So if you haven't uh, joined already our podcast Facebook group, um, link is in the show notes. I am Mrs. Lindsay Roman on Instagram. Evie is at Evie Rupp. I think uh, that, if she that ever changes that might her. be changing it, but whatever. Well, you keep saying that and then it doesn't change. So for now, whatever. Her handle will be in the show notes. The Heart University is at the Heart University. We love you. Go kick some freaking butt today and give yourself grace with Instagram and just have fun with the app again. Yes. Yeah.